0: Yeah. Uh hi, I'm new here. Uh hi new here. I'm James. Glad to meet you.
1: Oh, okay. Uh I'm Ben. Great. Um so I, I saw the job application. I sent my form into the boss and he accepted me immediately, which is a little strange. Yeah. But... Um he does that pretty often. I mean,
0: I'm not going to sugarcoat it to you. So you're probably the
1: what day is it today? Um, Saturday.
0: Okay, you're probably the fifth person who's walked into here this week and has said exactly the same thing. Let me just... Ah. uh I'm not going to sugarcoat for you. So, I, I know this is your first games industry job, but believe me, it's not all sunshine and lollipops here. This is hard work.
1: It is, is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm dedicated to this. I'll... I'll bring an energy that oh, oh really get made. Oh, I am made. sure you
0: are. I am sure you are going to be as... <laughs> oh, I'm sure that you are going to be very energetic at this job, but uh, listen, you'll probably want to make yourself a big cup of coffee, and while you're at it, you'll probably want to make me a big cup of coffee as well, because this is going to be well, a I, long... I, I old... can do that.
1: Great. You head on off and do that then, Ben. Yeah. Um, oh, though I was a, I was a little scarce on details and what I'd actually be doing, it just said making games and like that's something I've always wanted to do. Right. And I saw the application, I just thought, I'll go for it. Um, very good games sounds like a nice company.
0: Hmm. Oh no, oh, oh fantastic. Wonderful company to work for. Um well, I would say that the first thing that anybody needs to know about uh, working in the games industry is uh uh, making that big pot of coffee already because uh, you know time's ticking on and it isn't even uh, the morning yet.
1: Well, I'll, I'll talk to you while I do it. Uh,
0: oh yeah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just here playing. Um, I'm just on mini clip, just passing the time, passing the days, passing. Do you away. want any sugar?
1: Ah, uh, yes, please. Okay. Oh, well, here's your coffee. Um. So when do we get to work? What do we do? What? Well. The way that it
0: works in this place is that that phone over by there will ring at some point during the morning. When that phone rings, you'll hear from the boss. The boss will tell you, as he always tells people, that he wants a particular game finished by the end of day. Okay. We then work on this idea over the course of the day. They give us 10 minutes lunch break in between, but... Pretty much, if we don't deliver the goods by the end of day, pretty much you and me are back in the jobs queue come Monday morning.
1: So we just make a game in a day?
0: E- yes.
1: I see. Hmm. Well, that's uh, we can do it. I believe in us. We can uh, we can get one out. Ah, to have
0: that sense of enthusiasm again, Ben. I think I'm gonna like you.
1: I think I'm going to like you too, James, as long as you show me the ropes and, uh, you know, get me into this, because I'm really excited about this job. Fantastic.
0: Well, I'm going to have this big cup of coffee, I'm going to continue to play our mini-clip, and I hope that that phone doesn't ring for the next few...
1: <gasps> it's ringing!
0: Well, you're the new boy. Go grab the phone. Hello?
1: Hi. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You... You want us to make a a bird RPG. Okay, alright, bye. Sorry, what did he ask for? He says he wants us to make a bird RPG.
0: A bird RPG?
1: He, yeah, that's... He just said he wants a bird RPG in the next hour.
0: Right, did he say what kind of bird? Did he say what kind of... No. Did he say what kind of RPG? No. So, hmm.
1: Is he always this fake? Um, he's been getting better, but, um, yeah. Okay,
0: um, all right, let me minimize this uh, mini-clip window, and let's get cracking. Hello, welcome to Podcast. I'm James. I'm Ben. And today we have been tasked with creating a bird RPG. Now, and a podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, okay. this is our very first podcast, so yes. there may be some awkwardness involved. <laughs> but hopefully, over the next it few sessions, it will be ironed out
1: within the next month. Yes, exactly. We'll get
0: this nice and ironed out. So, right, let's tackle. Well, let's think
1: about this one. So, bird RPG. Well, I've been the first thing I like like consider with this is what kind of bird. There are yes. so many birds.
0: Well, let's let's go to the start. Let's. What is a bird? What? What do the birds do? I mean, let's have a think about it. They typically have wings and typically have a beak. That's true. Some of them have feathers. Not all of them. Yes. Though. Penguins okay. they don't have feathers. They got uh, like a
1: hide. Um, yeah, they got blubber.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, all birds. So yes, yeah, so all birds have beaks. All birds have wings. Wings. That's they're not true.
1: usually. They're not always
0: usable. No, that is very true. So in the case of them, penguins, they. They're not flying anywhere. They're they're going under the water. They're having a nice swim. So you know, immediately thinking of that, we go in. Yeah,
1: we got we got dead birds. We got dodos. That's true. Dodos.
0: They don't even exist anymore. Should dodos get a game? I don't think so. Nobody's really going to be lining up for any dodo yeah. games. That's what I'm thinking. So,
1: and then we have got the weird tall birds. That's like true. flamingos.
0: Yes. Um. Ostriches. I mean, if we're thinking so, you know, third person. Action game, we don't have to worry about flight with a ostrich. That boy, he can walk about. He can, we could have some pretty good mechanics. He can stick his head in a hole and, you know, look around, see if he can find any good gubbins down in the ground. See, there we go. Yeah. That's that is that is a million dollar idea right there. EA is going to be lining up for ostrich, ostrich beard piss and head dippers. That's
1: <laughs> as, as long as you can like buy more ostriches. With microchips, not not directly. Obviously, you're gonna have to buy a loot box to get more ostrich skins.
0: I'm assuming you could, you know, not just regular ostrich skins. You could have like a Karasai, like you know, slightly brightly coloured. Then I don't know. You could have a Dead Space ostrich with you know, Isaac Clarke's helmet. That'd be pretty <laughs> good. No, I'm yeah, absolutely. So what
1: what could you what could you alter on an ostrich? Obviously, helmets. You could give them any sort of like headgear. I suppose uh, footwear.
0: I suppose, like, you give him a little saddle or something. Like, if uh, Ooh, yeah. somebody... Like, you could have it so, like, a little kind of puppets riding on the back of his back. Like, you know, maybe, like, you know, like, in Halo, where you have Cortana and she feeds you in Well, maybe the guy who Yeah, sits- so, like... Yeah.
1: Okay, the, so the the si- the uh, second person... Yeah. Not second person, but there's going to be, like, an AI person who's giving you all the information. Uh, say, you're uh from Metal Gear. They'll be on your back the whole time, like a like Twilight Princess, actually.
0: Yeah, like well, if we're going, if we're going, I mean, you could call them Ostr- Ostr- Ostracon? Ostracon? <laughs> could, could we combine these <laughs> we... two? as Kevin ostrich
1: We're gonna have to ask Konami about that. Oh no, nah, um, Konami, will be fine with that. No, yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> they're pretty don't, chill.
0: They're, they're not worrying about that anymore. The they'll
1: they'll let anyone use their IPs, whatever no, absolutely. they want.
0: Especially, I, I think, especially for a bird RPG. I mean, you have to remember Hideo Kojima... His first game was Penguin Adventure. Oh, it was. Was it? It was for the it, oh. Every every forget? game since Penguin Adventure, he's always been trying. He's always thought, well, what's something that people know about penguins? So you know they waddle about. So that's like kind of slow, methodical movement. They look like they're wearing tuxedos, much like James Bond does, who's a famous spy. You know they eat. They eat worms and regurgitate them, much like... Now, in... penguins
1: Penguins do not eat worms. No, I
0: suppose they don't, do they? Because there aren't
1: any worms in um,
0: Antarctica or wherever they live.
1: Well, yeah, maybe maybe Ko- Kojima added some ice worms because, like, his old fantasy. It's, like, somewhat fantasy. Well, no, you know, absolutely. Mix. I mean,
0: Kojima, he's more than happy to play, you know, stuff like the Davy Crockett missile. I mean, is obviously based in reality, but, you know, he's more than happy to kind of... Add a supernatural bent to his games to make them more interesting, and I think having snow worms
1: would add to that as well. Yeah, of course. You'd, now, uh, mm. what's the what? How would you play as an ostrich? Like, what kind of a uh, what kind of gameplay would you imagine here?
0: So, I hmm. Well, that's we've got to think it's... about the
1: role playing sense of it as well. Like,
0: so I'm thinking that obviously an ostrich eye is kind of like, apart from the fact that it's a tall, flightless bird, one of the things that it has going for it is its giant eye. And that has like a gigantic field of vision to it. Like almost kind of like you're sort of you're looking inside of side of a metal bowl. Like just the whole world is bent around you. So I'm thinking, you know, we could give a pretty cool camera angle. You know, that'd be a pretty cool camera thing that we can do in the game. Like hmm. especially like imagine if you're playing that in VR, like Human beings are only used to what two hundred and seventy degrees of peripheral vision. They've got well, actually less than that, one hundred and seventy or something. They have got they have they have got a whole three hundred and sixty degrees of peripheral vision. We're gonna have people vomiting across the floor <laughs> when they walk around looking through.
1: Oh, this. now now you made me think. What Ooh. about an owl? Because like owls, just they flick their heads back. There could be this whole mechanic where. You're looking. You can like just quickly turn around, but you can only look one way at a time. I and guess that's how most things work. But
0: no, and like they can like sort of like the owl does in Ocarina of Time, where he rotates his head around, like you know, yeah, I'm... upside down. Yeah, exactly. Like
1: like real owls.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like I mean, Miyamoto, everything that he does is based in real life. He looked outside of his window. He saw an owl do that. He went to the developers and he said, "Can we do this? Can we?" He put- didn't
1: realize at the time. He was actually looking at the owl from the wrong direction. And uh <laughs> yeah. had kind of misinterpreted its head movement. But you know, Miyamoto's yeah. uh He didn't realise that man. it wasn't
0: the owl that was rotating its head around an <laughs> it was like that. It was him who was doing that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: So But that's that's where Miyamoto gets all his ideas from. And that's how I think like most developers should strive to get their ideas from. Well exactly. If it wasn't
0: for uh, you know, Miyamoto into his garden gardening habit, we wouldn't have uh you know Pikmin. If it wasn't for his owning pets, we wouldn't have intend dogs. And well, and if it wasn't for him being a furry, we wouldn't have Star Fox. That's very true. I mean, I don't want to say about the incident at Tokyo Zoo that led to uh, Super Mario Brothers, but you know, we'll just have to mm, say yeah. that one for another time. So yeah, no, I'm quite I'm liking this owl idea because obviously, like. You know, in um, like in Metroid Prime 3, where you're rotating puzzle pieces into place, with your wrist, well, you can do that. Yeah, with everyone hand. loved that. No, exactly. That, like, that is the main selling point of that
1: game. And yeah, and Skyward Sword, when you do the puzzles at the end of, like, they thought, what if we take boss keys and made them so much better? I know exactly. What if we
0: take all the interest out of finding a boss key and instead make the annoying thing actually putting them into a, into a glock? So, I'm thinking you know if you use an owl's head to solve puzzles like that, what like, if the
1: owl could move its head in any direction?
0: ooh, see now see now now we're thinking now we're thinking re- so what if the game like what if the owl had stuck its head in a tree and say <laughs> there were mice hiding in certain windows and holes, and in order to get those mice, you have to rotate the head and like in all the certain like six faces or fog all directions to try and grab them. I think that'd be pretty no. good.
1: I am concerned about this idea because to do this, I don't think the owl can have a body <laughs> if we want this to be does the fully owl, immersive.
0: Does the owl need a body?
1: Well, developers
0: always should ask, does the character need a body?
1: Yeah, it's like, what they did with Rayman is they took, what What do you need? You need arms, you need legs, you need a head, I guess. Yes. And maybe throwing a body for good measure. And so- they just thought, well, that's, that's it, that's Rayman.
0: I've always thought I've watched that intro sequence to Rayman Origins where he's eating fruit. Where's that fruit going? You don't see that fruit pass from. He the, stores it. What in his head? Yeah.
1: Oh. Do you not do that?
0: I I didn't I didn't think it would get into head shaming so quickly. I didn't. I didn't weak. think the podcast would get to that head shaming so quickly.
1: Okay. Though Kirby does the same thing, he sucks in—he sucks in like everything—and it just kind of goes to an alternate dimension.
0: That's very true, actually. I mean, Kirby's not a bird, though. That being Kirby, said, Kirby yeah, does we're getting no one... away from it. He no. does—he
1: does fly. That's true. Actually,
0: is—is is Kirby a bird? Could Kirby be? He a bird? doesn't
1: have a beak or wings.
0: When he eats Falco in Super Smash Bros. Yes is then is Kirby a bird when he
1: That falco? Is falco a bird because like now we're in the debate of are uh, anthropomorphic animals still that same animal
0: I would have thought... I Hmm. I mean on the, I mean on the one hand probably not because he's a space alien for a Is movie.
1: he a bird that can walk and talk like a human or is he an, is he a man that has feathers, wings and a beak I'm
0: I think the answer lies somewhere in the middle. I mean, we can't ask the question of whether he lays eggs because, obviously, you know, he's a he's a pilot. Pilots can't lay eggs. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: and you know, um. So back to mm, I feel like we're getting off topic. We need to get back to this. I feel like I feel like we need to
0: understand. Okay, so what are some some, turn-based (laughs) RPGs? What are some birds, what are some famous bird things that could be turned into RPG mechanics? So, we know that they can fly. We, we know do. that they are cold-blooded. Well, not all of them, but most of them. We know they is are true? cold-blooded, which oh. means that they need, well, obviously cold-blooded is a bit of a monoma. It just means that they're not as warm-blooded as warm-blooded animals. They just need to warm themselves. Actually, no. I don't think that's true. I think birds are actually warm-blooded. Okay, so maybe the RPG could be about <laughs> okay. that maybe the r p g could be about birds having to go to other species and educate them on the fact that they are actually warm blooded animals,
1: and we maybe could you do that, and maybe we you could have do to do an convince, educational game,
0: yeah exactly, like sort of almost like in um, an educational r p g an educational r p g about birds educating other species that they are warm blooded animals, so like in a point and click adventure game like you might go to a lion and the lion says, well you know i kind of, i sort of believe you, but the thing is i've got this i i've dropped my silver spoon down a well and i can't get it out so if you can get that out for me then obviously i'll be more likely to believe you yeah and then through like kind of abstract contraptions and stuff you help the lion out and then like you know in the court of law a lion
1: will legally identify you as a warm-blooded animal okay now we're now we're ripping off aviary attorney which is ace Mm. attorney that with birds
0: but you're a bird who is an attorney right
1: Yes. Not a bird who. Well, I imagine. Well, does the bird represent other birds in the court of law? It represents other animals. Okay, so
0: so so the opposite.
1: There is a line in the game.
0: Okay, so. All... And I'm
1: now thinking that you played that game and you just thought, mm, well, we'll just steal the idea. No one will notice. I noticed. Not good. Not good. Not good. Um. Okay. Is it going to be open world?
0: I think it would have to be. I think it not. Not open world, open sky. That's open sky?
1: Old. Open sky, I'm thinking... Yeah, but then that's unfair on the other birds. What if we had a Donkey Kong 64 kind of mechanic where you switch between the birds do at they given fly, locations?
0: Do, do they fly into a birdhouse and then you rotate yeah. around the birdhouse and it's all the different yeah. birds?
1: Yeah, you come out of the birdhouse and a penguin just squeezes itself out. You you turn into an emu and it just blows up the birdhouse. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you can't it. use that birdhouse anymore.
0: Oops. Oh, oh no, that's exactly... Yeah, so, so that's our kind of Dark Souls mechanic is
1: that... Yeah, emus are really powerful.
0: Yeah, emus are like the strongest unit you can have in the game, but as a result, you can't change into any other bird, nor can you, uh, when you are an emu... It stops you from being able to use birdhouses, which I guess might be like Firelink Shrine, like that's where you do all your saving and stuff like that. Yeah. But then, how do you switch out being an emu? Then, oh no, you can't. <laughs> oh, okay. An, an emu is a one-time decision. <laughs> if you want to change between like a Peregrine Falcon and a Robin, yeah, that's not too bad. We can let you do that. Penguin, eh, sort of. For emu, though, that is a hard decision. You cannot be anything other than an emu.
1: Yeah, that's that's. I think that's a uh, that's an important decision. Uh, that we can make now what kind of yeah we've got to think about what kind of game this is going to be like how does it work What do we have combat do we have we've got to have combat
0: well, I figure I it would be like Star Fox not as in because Falco was also a bird because we've already I've, I think we've already gone down that tangent we don't need to do that yeah. again but you know uh, that's sort of like science fiction space action
1: but it's birds could we have melee combat in the air?
0: What well, with their what well, they could flap their wings against other birds? Yeah, they're Peck
1: like em. kind of like what the Skyloft tried to do. I, uh, I, could,
0: no, I could get I get behind that. Could they use their feet for stuff? Could a yeah? Could you that could be like, a grab?
1: Yeah, could you use the could you like grab weapons and like use them? Ooh, that's good. And then we could have like physics based. Mm yeah. so that you're like you're to actually swing this weapon you really have to like go at the other bird turn at the right moment and really just like swing this massive claymore around I've
0: got I've got a word in my head I feel like I what is the to, word? I feel like if I don't say it now I'm never going to I just want Speak to it now or forever, I just I just want to hear your reaction to it Birdie Royale 100 birds <laughs> 100 birds one hundred birds flap in. They mm-hmm. are fighting over it's set bird seed. It is it is set in a seaside town. They okay. some a small child has dropped chips at the end of the pier. Right. You are fighting one hundred other birds for ninety nine other birds. Sorry, ninety nine other birds for chip supremacy. You are okay. fighting ninety nine other birds for somebody's
1: dropped walls with a ninety nine in it. This is a quick listener, listener's note. When we say chips, we mean fries. Uh, mm-hmm. We are English. Yes,
0: just to remind everybody.
1: we will. And seagulls attacking chips is a very
0: common thing around here. Piers are a very common thing in a seaside town. A
1: seaside town is a common thing for towns that are by the seaside. I just feel like when you think a seaside town in America, you think beaches. No. I think
0: they probably think of like, you know... When you see like a McDonald's and it has like water outside of it, that's sort of what they associate with a seaside town. No, very, very. It's very, it's very old-fashioned over here. I mean, we only, we only got games a week ago, so I mean, we're just trying to get up to speed here.
1: Like, yeah, of course. Uh, now, Birdie Royale, Birdie Royale. So, we need RPG elements. Could we have skill points mid-game?
0: Well, I feel like you're going to get bird experience points. This isn't experience points as in your this is your these are points in proficiency of how to be a bird, experience in how well you are actually being a bird, as in do you stop mid-match to
1: regurgitate
0: worms for your um small, you know, for your chicks?
1: Yeah, you, you have to return to the nest at some point. No, exactly, do you What if get... it's outside the circle?
0: Do you, do you get in, do you get in fights with cats? Do you um, sit outside people's windows and sing at them? I mean, you know, these are these are things that people need to know that these are things that birds do.
1: Yeah, every day. And, and if you do enough three, of seven, the five actions, five could you get three, an ability six, point which you could just like say, "Oh, now I flap faster." Exactly. Yeah. So instead, of, we take the Battle Royale experience instead of like. You know, random loot drops, there'll be random situations that you can get into. And exactly. if you take these situations, you get stronger and become more bird powerful. I. 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 The,
0: this. This idea doesn't not make sense to me. This. Oh. This is 100% spot on.
1: Now, is this is important. Are there multiple birds? And are there flightless birds?
0: I think. I think that would ha- I I don't know. I feel like flight. I feel like flightless birds could break the meta. It could break
1: the in a, bird a bad way.
0: Meta. But or could
1: they be like melee weapons in a battle royale? You don't really want to use them. Okay. But if they're all you got, if you spawn in as a flamingo,
0: here's my thought then: you're not playing as a bird. You're playing as somebody who can use birds for an advantage, like say. Rather than, you know, using a sword or shooting a gun, you're throwing birds at other players to try and knock them out. Say, like, they're almost like giant darts. So, like, you, if you throw, <laughs> okay. like, hummingbirds at them, they move really quickly, but they don't do a lot of damage. Versus, yeah. like, if you throw an emu, like, it's going to be really heavy and take a while. And but slow, if you do it, yeah. that's just one-hit KO. You
1: and they're it. probably going to be able to move out the way of it like, a year before it arrives, but... Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. If you can saw it... enough guard with an emu, they're fucking gone.
0: Oh, no, exactly. If you get hit by any... Like, we're gonna... You know, we could have t-shirts for this game, like, saying, lol, you just got emued, and stuff like that for, you know, for people who are in the losers' club. I, th- I think we could build a community around Birdie Royale. I yeah. think this is something that people could get interested
1: in. And at the end of the game, you can't have it say win a win a chicken dinner because that's just anti bird. Oh no, so,
0: absolutely. So, so it would be d- dinner dinner seeds in lard dinner. Yeah. Cuz I yeah. think that's what birds would like.
1: Well, that's good. That's one of that's a good idea. We've got a we got that one pretty good. Yeah. We might come back to that yeah. a bit later to see if that's uh, what we want to go with. Oh.
0: Oh. Oh, that's the uh that's the coffee alarm. Oh. So um huh. Okay, we can we just... let's put these ideas to the side for uh, ten minutes. And, um... Hi to the people at home. This is uh, the coffee break point of the program. Me and Ben will return to this idea at a later date. But just for the next few minutes,
1: well, Ben, how are you doing? I'm great. Good. We, uh do we wanna do we wanna plug ourselves quickly or do we do that at the end of this segment?
0: Hmm. Good point. Um yeah, i feel, plug yourself now. I think I think that's okay. It's well, the let's, first let's time just we do Quickly this, so we can go f-
1: over Yeah. What this is. We're just gonna spend ten minutes to talk about normal video game stuff. So we're gonna become a, a video game podcast for ten minutes. Yes. Um and uh yeah. Uh, I'm I'm Ben. Uh Myers Codex on YouTube. I made a single video. Uh <laughs> you can watch it multiple times until my next one comes out.
0: Hi, my name is James D. I produce videos under the channel name of Games D. Uh, Unlike Ben, I have more than one video. Also, unlike Ben, I am unfortunately unranked in the Reddit YouTube power listing, so hopefully, maybe by the next time a new video comes out, I might make the list, whether I'm Make it into fourth place. Or not, that remains to be seen. For no, I
1: think I think you're gonna be like introed at number one. Like I got on there because it was the first time the list was made. He was like, "Yeah, this is this is a four out of ten channel." No, absolutely. You 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 have to start at the bottom, make your way up.
0: Obviously, um, just to clarify as well, we're saying that that is a number one like music charts number one. It's just you know, if you're ten out of ten, that's you're as top as it can get. Yeah. I think the viewers at home appreciate us talking about something that they would have absolutely no idea about as well. Oh yeah, of course. That's one hundred percent. Um. So Ben, what have you been playing?
1: Uh, The Witcher Three, and that's about it, really. That's okay. It's, I feel like it's, it's very long.
0: I feel like considering the conversation that we're having about a bird RPG game, I feel like there should be a lot of content in this game that's kind of you know maybe inspiring.
1: I've got to say, there's a distinct like a bird in The Witcher Three.
0: Is there really? Yeah. There's not any any like bad birds that you have to fight.
1: Well, there's like there's griffins, but they're like more lion with they yeah, I guess they're birds. They're lions well, hold with on. beaks and wings. Does
0: it does it pass the bird test? Do they have wings and do they have beaks?
1: They do. Well... but they're also lions.
2: <laughs> mm.
0: I can see I can see why that would be a problem. Yeah. And obviously but... you don't get to play as them. Do you, I... do you no. get to ride them as mounts?
1: No, you hmm. this... get to ride a horse. It can't fly. Oh, that's the show.
0: Um. So yeah, now I can un- I I can understand why that hasn't, why maybe that isn't kind of filling any bird blinds. But is it any good?
1: Oh, The Witcher Three. I love it. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm not into the open worlds that much. Yeah. But The Witcher Three kind of compels me in the and I do stuff in it. Get a, just this quest, this random quest, and it's like, oh, this is own, its own fleshed out little story. That seems to be all voiced. And oh, wow. Like visions, and it's like, oh, this is. I just did this one tiny little quest where I had to go off, get some evidence to find out what kind of monster we're dealing with. I've got to prepare for the mission. Uh, I've got to, like, gather some materials, get some potions screwed
0: up. Yeah, I I've been interested in giving it a go because I. Like I replaced a graphics card like not too long ago and one of the like it came with a free copy of The Witcher Free and so it was like Oh okay, alright, I'll I'll hop into it at some point. I think the problem is is that I never played Witcher One. never I tra- did I. Oh, okay. And I never got into Witcher two. Never did I. <laughs> okay. But Th- this is still-
1: my first Witcher game.
0: Oh right. But you still feel like there's kind of enough there that's compelling that you don't yeah. feel like you're at they- a disadvantage for knowing.
1: Yeah, it's like most of the part is self include, like uh, self inclusive. But then you've got points where it's like, oh, here's this character from a previous game. They okay. do a, a good job of introing them though, so that me, the the uh, the uninitiated, can kind of be like, oh yeah, I, okay, I get who that is now. Mm. Um, there's this weird part because you can actually transfer your save from Witcher two over to the game. Oh really? And it affect certain things, like certain characters will be dead. Oh, and, like, you'll okay. have whole missions, that quests that are gone because you killed them into Witcher 2. Yeah, and I that's remember... that's bizarre.
0: I always remember that was, like, one of the main selling points of Mass Effect, which is, like... I think that's, like, the only proper big recent RPG series that I ever stuck to, just because I kind of... I think because it was a third-person shooter, that was sort of, like... It's like when you have cowpole as a kid. It's, like, medicine, but it has sugar in it, so it more easily goes down. So, like, a third-person shooter with an RPG in it goes... And, like, I always thought, like, the cool thing with, like, going from one to two was if a particular character died, then that was it. They didn't make an appearance in the second one and all this sorts. Of, and I always thought, oh, wow, this is incredible. But the problem is, is then you end up looking into it and, like, in the third game, there's a character that references something you do in the first game. And you go, oh, wow, that's that's incredible. But then the actual thing that the reference is, hi... This character that was in the first game isn't going to make an appearance here, but we just wanted to <laughs> let you know that they care a lot about what you're doing and they have your full support. And it's like
1: it's we right. couldn't get the voice actor to come back for this role.
0: Well, not only that, we can't. We can't be bothered to import the model into this game and have it like animate for you. But just to let you know, they're behind you, one hundred percent. And it's like, okay, thanks, cheers, bud.
1: But yeah, the the Witcher is great. Yeah. And uh, what what have you been playing? So,
0: uh, I have been replaying the Halo games at the moment, because I am working on a little video about that, and it's been interesting, because, like, a lot of them I, like, some of them I haven't played in pretty much since they were released, so nearly decades ago now, but I'm surprised just kind of how well they hold up, like, I think, yeah. it's, I think it's weird, like, you go back to a lot of first-person shoot games, like, on the PC and stuff, and the control schemes are just kind of really sort of weird and awkward with them. Like, I think, like, a lot of people don't quite appreciate, like, something like the original Doom doesn't have mouse look. You play that game entirely on the keyboard, but, like, it kind of works because you don't have to worry about pointing up and down and stuff like that. But then, like, you go a little bit more advanced to something like System Shock or Thief. And like you have to use the numpad to aim, and it's just like, what the heck, am I... like
1: just... <laughs> oh, Metroid Prime Hunters had an aiming scheme like that. If you don't yeah. want to use the stars, you could use A, B, X, and Y. Oh, to really? Aim, oh, and it was oh boy, okay, V. Yeah, no, that's that, that's not good. That game was ahead of its time, and it shouldn't have been released for the DS.
0: I mean, that's the only thing that I'll say about not to get off Halo, but just very quickly for a second, Super Mario sixty four on the DS. I know that's one of the things that people kind of decry against it is the fact that you use a D-pad and you have to use a run button in because you can't do, like, a gradual movement like you do on the old control seat. Hmm. But it's like... But Super Mario 3D World and Super Mario 3D Land are exactly the same. Yeah. Like, 3D Land has the slider instead of the D-pad, but you still have to use a run button for that. And, you like, if you play on the uh, Wii U but you use a Wiimote, that's exactly how you play it as well. And like everything is kind of designed around the fact that at the lowest kind of like the worst case scenario is that somebody has to use a D pad so all the movement in that game is digital. Like even when you use a stick. Yeah. So I think like considering that Super Mario Sixty Four was the game that designed well not designed, but it was the game that justified the control stick. The fact that you can play it on a D pad, like, is sort of I'm um, absol- I think it works absolutely fine.
1: But what has that got to do with Halo? Um, not Nothing. much. But, no, I think it's been... One, it's, well, yeah. oh. I was going to say, one of the interesting parts about Halo, to me, is that I think it's something I could go easily back to, despite the fact that I've gotten really used to mouse controls for shooters. Um, because a lot of the uh, enemies are very wide and uh, quite big. And like, that's kind of one of the things
0: that sort of got me with it as well, is that like in terms of... like. Uh, controller controls it feels still feels really good like you can tell that they do a lot of stuff to make it like they do put a lot of smoothing on it they do a lot of course correction and um, what's the word I'm looking for where it's kind of like it snaps the co- uh, the crosshairs over to uh, p- aim assist, aim assist. They, it has got a generous amount of aim assist to it but like mm. not to the point that it kind of pulls you out of the game but no, it feels. It still feels really good, and like even just the kind of general, you sword and board stuff. Like you have melee on the B button. You have grenades on the like. like
1: you don't have melee on the B button. You have it on the R B button.
0: You have it I on the R B button. Of course. In which, what? Well, in which version of Halo are you
1: playing?
0: Well, that's I love them. I.
1: There's an. There's an, always an option to switch it to R B.
0: Oh yeah, no. I suppose that's true,
1: isn't it? Yeah, no. I am just used to the old-fashioned
0: way of having it
1: on the B button. That's my. Uh... I believe it was Reach that did that. first. Yeah, maybe. I
0: think you're right because Reach also changed it so the right
1: bumper was your special ability as well.
0: Mm. Like most of the or time, left... It's... yeah, left bumper.
1: Yeah. Oh, Reach also has added assassinations. Which, how do you feel about those? Quickly. Hmm. How do you feel about assassinations in Halo?
0: Um, I just kind of think that it's like, I mean, punching somebody in the back of the head was enough of a treat as it was to the fact that you just took them out completely
1: that I don't feel like I needed a full animation for it. Mm. I don't but know. then you've got great stuff like you can jump off a building from any height and as long as you, which is not easy, manage to get the right timing for the backstab, you can completely You completely negate just... it. Yeah, it's there's an achievement for it, and it was it took about an, an hour to get, <laughs> but boy was it great, and it felt amazing.
0: That's pretty good.
1: Oh, uh, do you want to head back into the uh, oh, design room? Right,
0: yeah, no, um, yeah, no, yeah, we better get going. Okay, um, let's just yeah. leave our coats behind. Where did we get to? What well, um, Bird Royale? Um, yeah, but we can't make Bird Royale because that's not an RPG. Well, well we, we can could, the idea if we the added
1: tape. enough RPG elements in it, we could make it. Okay, um, but let's put it to side for now and, like, how about we go turn based? Okay, think about turn based RPG.
0: Let me let me kick this idea up a notch. How about we just take an RPG game that already exists, but improve it by adding birds to it,
1: changing the characters to birds.
0: I'm thinking Final Fantasy VII, best RPG game ever made. Mm-hmm. You have the camera pan over the Shinra Corporation, the logo comes up, you, you zoom do in. Do 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 you, do do. Do. you go down into the train, the train comes into the station, and who gets out? Our boy, Birdstrife. Big
1: fat... <laughs> and this is important. What is he? A hen. Hen? He's a hen. Really? Yeah, he's a big fat hen. The protagonist, Cloud... Big is a hen.
0: Our co- the protagonist Cloud is a big fat hen. We replace the name
1: that means cloud. You know, birds that fly through clouds, and you you picked hen. Yes, a bird that can't fly in the clouds. I'm just thinking.
0: Final Fantasy VII doesn't have a lot of flying in it. Birds True, do- hens don't have a lot of flying in them. I was thinking a dove, though.
1: Like that's a very. It's mm, very. I, her- I think heroic. Sephiroth
0: would have to be a dove. Sephiroth, because mm. you know, one winged angel, one winged yeah, goat. You so. could bind those boys together. We I we got so. ourselves a suit
1: going. That's and now Barrett Barrett, would, you.
0: Barrett would be a, a big hootie owl, I think.
1: Oh, that's that could work, yeah. Tiffa would be a penguin. Which bird has really, uh, yeah, really. I was oh. gonna say Robin,
0: okay. No, all right,
1: I get you. All right, now Robin. So, no. no, maybe Aerith would be a good Robin or Aerith. Yeah, I think Aerith
0: I think Arith fits better for the Robin persona. So Tifa, we go for the Penguin. Okay, uh, Yuffie, what are we thinking?
1: Now, I don't. Do, I kind of have a vague idea of who Yuffie is.
0: Hmm. Have I not played really Final played? Have, have, have you not played Final Fantasy Seven?
1: J- James, can we not <laughs> leave this in the podcast? Oh my god! I haven't played Final Fantasy Seven.
0: I also yeah. haven't played Final Fantasy. Oh, so far. thank God! Phew. I hope that I hope the viewers are home till now about this sub fights a very big trouble. don't worry.
1: I will cut this bit out.
0: Okay, yeah, no, that's cool. All right.
1: Okay, good. Um, um, so and then there's Red the dog.
0: Yes, Red Dog, and he becomes Red Dog Bird.
1: What is the, <laughs> what is the most dog-like bird?
0: What is the most? What's a bird? what's a bird that squawks a lot because dogs bark a lot parrot parrot big red parrot red cardinal there we go oh Th- them dems Ooh. are red
1: boys oh i've got it fatifa you know how she's kind of known for her fighting Prow. yeah that's it yeah i thought maybe blue tit
0: I could see that. Blue tits are very um, fearsome fighters. I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't get into a brawl with them.
1: No, nothing to do with the fact that it's named blue tit, and no. she's known for her no, no,
0: no. She's absolutely. I I one hundred percent
1: understand where you're coming from, young man. Mm-hmm. Um, so all we right. could, if we can get the license from Square Enix, I think we could do that. I think I think
0: that works. So let's think about. All right. So let's say that we don't get, Final- yeah. Like, just as a hypothetical, if we don't get Final Fantasy 7 to replace, yeah, birds, very unlikely to to not happen. Here's my backup, Pokemon. Pokemon. Yes, it's great. Right, you replace the main character with a bird. Oh. Who can capture other birds? With, okay. With with fat
1: balls. See, I was I was I thought you were about to say a bird that can catch humans. Um.
0: How would it catch humans?
1: Well, how would it would catch birds? Would it capture birds? it with
0: its, like, adorableness? Like, if you... Like, is it kind of like... Um, I'd, hmm, I'm trying to think of a game which kind of fits this mode where it's sort of like... Where you have to get your bar high enough in order to hit, like, maximum like affection levels. But the way that you do that is by basically like surrounding like removing cute things from the environment and like filling it full of ugly things to try and make yourself look cuter.
2: Hmm.
0: Like um or maybe like a bird or maybe it's like um rapper the rapper but with bird song. So like if somebody
1: Alright okay. so So now we're going bird ribbon game.
0: We're going bird So you know in um Elite Beat Agents where, mm-hmm. you know, a a weather woman might be having problems trying to Tell people what the weather's going to be like tomorrow. Uh, you know, a an American football player and his girlfriend are trying to babysit a rowdy kid. A child mm-hmm. loses her father at Christmas. Yes. Do you know what would help him get through all of that? A bird. Bird song. Okay. Bird song beat rhythm. And these birds, they're not just, you know, they're not just tweeting like whatevs. Mm-hmm.
1: They're doing they're, they're singing. <laughs> They're doing bird covers. Are they, is it exactly the same?
0: They are doing contemporary bird covers of today's biggest pop song. All right.
1: Let me take a... Just name a pop song. Despacito. Despacito. Let's get the Despacito lyrics. Despatuito. Des, okay, that's a perfect start. There aren't many... Li- oh, these are all in Spanish. That's okay. Can we, can we do a different song? <laughs> okay. Um... Uh, I oh, know. I don't know any other songs. Baby, about. baby, baby. That's a new one, isn't it? Oh, by that's, Justin Bieber. I think that's
0: a bit older than that. That's one, no, like, no. That's beeps. new. Brand new. All right.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. I know. I know the kids these days. No, the kids, kids these days. Um, uh, are are we an item? Girl, quit playing. <laughs> are you just? Are, reading, we...
0: are you just reading songs
1: from a Bieber album now? No. This is the. This is the lyrics to baby. Oh. By Justin Bieber. Are we an item, go quit playing? Fine. Are we a nest? Go quit tweeting. Nesting. Tweeting. Nesting. 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 What What do birds do for play? Make nests.
0: Is that their play? I, I think that's all they do for a living. Birds have a shit life. Yeah, they're not great, are they? I mean, that's probably why we're struggling so much to come up with a bird happy cheek. Cause they're not very entertaining animals when you think about no. it.
1: They just kind of squawk a lot and just, you know, they, exist.
0: No, exactly. They
1: they're like on the same level as fish, but not as boring.
0: That I I always think of birds as being fish of the air. I've, yeah, I've I've called them that for years, and I I think it gets more appropriate the more that I think about it. Right, let's tackle this from a different direction then. Birds are a very got boring pre- game. Birds are pre- no. Birds have got pretty boring lives, right? Because all they get to do is make nests all day. Yes. And, you know, feed chicks by regurgitating worms. Mm-hmm. Let's make a game for birds. Let's make an RPG for birds. To entertain them. To entertain them. To okay. fulfill their lives. Right. So we know that birds like making nests, yeah?
1: They do. So well, we make
0: so we make an RPG about building this. We can do it like you play as a young um RPG protagonist who his town has been destroyed by comet fire. Yes, and it's your com- job okay, yeah. to rebuild. Now
1: comet fire, is it just like a big comet that's fallen from the sky? Or is it lots of mini comets?
0: I would I and it's not so much the comet that caused the problem, it's the fire that was caused by the heat okay. of the comet that destroyed the
1: Alright. This is important, sorry. No, that's
0: that's okay. Um, So, you need to start rebuilding these towns, twig by twig. You gather up these twigs from wherever you can find, maybe down a stream or in the guttering of somebody's house. You bring them into a town, you start to build these buildings then out of twigs. People start to move back into the town, they may give you Missions to complete to get more twigs to build more nests. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, your job is to create the mega nest that all the other nests can be nested in. Mm-hmm. Because not only is because the thing about this fantasy world is as well, is that it's on the world tree from Norse mythology. Okay. you're building nests yeah. within the
1: world tree. So it's a Norse game. It is Norse. Yes. Yeah, the, the birds are Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Forgot to mention that part.
0: Yeah, so you play as a young Viking anime RPG protagonist. Bird. Bird. Hmm. Would birds want to play as other birds? Well, here's the thing. I like playing as other humans. That's true. But do birds need the birds need positive
1: representation in video games? I it's... do think so. Like that's probably why they don't play a lot of games. I've
0: never seen a bad bird in a video game. Okay, actually no, that's not true. Raphael yeah. the Raven, he's a bad bird. Actually, no, oh. he's not that bad. The only thing that he's, he did—he's a was great that... boss. Yes, the only thing that he did with about being bad was that he's big,
1: and he hurt Yoshi, my favorite character.
0: That's very true, but he doesn't actually directly hurt Yoshi. He just knocks Baby Mario off his back.
1: Yeah, and so, actually, who cares? So no. you know, what? Raff, I've changed my mind on Raphael. He's a great bird.
0: Rapha, do you know what Raphael the Raven? He needs an RPG.
1: Yeah, but we'll get into that another time. That's that's next week's prompt.
0: No, that's fine. We're not talking. We're not. We've got that email lined up. We're we're at Raphael the Raven RPG. We're going to get to it. But um, all right, so bird, 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 bird. bird. Oh, I've just had a thought. What
1: accessibility? I don't our controllers these days. They're not really built for birds, are they?
0: Here's what I'm thinking. Okay, we take an Xbox 360 controller or an access
1: one controller more new okay i've got we one replace, in my hand right now
0: we replace all the buttons with lumps of fat with seeds in them so that okay. birds will want to peck them in order to make stuff happen right are we, they going to
1: be able to get the seed probably not. if
0: we if we want to if we want player retention we have to make sure yeah. that they know they think that they can get the seed but they can't actually get the seed
1: yeah, they keep trying, they keep trying, they'll keep at it. No. But then they start like kinda getting into the game.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: really start learning and it's like, oh, why don't why would I want the seed when I could play this great video game?
0: At the end of our quality assurance sessions, we want our birds to come out of there and say I always thought that I was here to get the seed, but then I realized that it was the journey to the seed that made that mattered more than the seed.
1: Yeah, like that great proverb The yes. journey is half the battle. The seed is half the
0: battle. Yeah. Exactly. And I think if we can get that, if we can elicit that response, if we can get our birds to say that in English to us, <laughs> yes. I
1: think that would be one thing. But the We could have game, like an educational aspect to it as well. We
0: could. Why don't we use this game? It's about building nests, but it's also about building education in birds. Yeah. We, we're teaching okay. them simple English phrases such as, hello, how are you? Imagine, imagine if you woke up one day and rather than a big cockerel outside screaming at you, because nobody wants that. I
1: actually do wake up to that.
0: Do you actually?
1: Yeah. Well, no, I used to. Died. But go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, apart from a, so
0: instead of a big cockerel outside screaming at you, imagine if that big cockerel said, "Hello, how are you doing today?" Wouldn't that be wonderful?
1: What? And I responded, great, thanks. It the... would also repeat that phrase again because it's the only phrase it knows. But, you know, it's a step in the right direction. That's, what, sure. DL-
0: that's what DLC is for. Okay. We can... we Because can, obviously we'll have to localise this as well. We'll have to have, like, yeah. uh, bonjourno and guten tag and uh, yeah. hola and all that sort of stuff as well. So,
1: you know, we got to cover all them bases. But... but now, here's the question. Do birds, when they tweet to each other, they're like, tweet, 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 tweet? Is that... Is that different languages? Are are the birds outside our window talking English, whereas the birds in Spain are talking Spanish bird.
0: Do you think we need to make a bird game that breaks down boundaries between other birds? Because I mean in fairness. That be good. I've never seen a parrot talk to a penguin. Neither have I. I think that's weird that actually. i I think I wonder if there's anano- an an, an- I wonder if there's aggression between
1: different bird species. There is. I've got to be honest. There's definitely aggression between flamingos. Mm. I've seen and emus. I have I've seen been it.
0: to a lot of ponds recently. Don't ask me why. Okay. But I've been to a lot of ponds recently, and you'll throw bread to the ducks, and every time you do, you always get seagulls coming in, taking the bread from the ducks. Those poor, emaciated ducks. They have not tasted bread. Since the 90s, they... I
1: haven't seen that. Well. Because wherever I go to feed ducks, there usually isn't a sea nearby, so I don't experience. You... They're saying that. I remember my primary school. We go out, and we're nowhere near the sea. But they had seagulls. Yeah, they I... come in, and it was the w- is scary. They come in on buses. They go. <laughs> they go where they
0: know is bread. They, they have bread maps in their head. Like most animals, move towards heat. They move towards bread. They go. To, they have carb tracking. They know. But they
1: were scarily smart because they like. Oh, they, they knew when uh, when our lunch was ending. Like five minutes before lunch ends, you see them circling, and as we'd go in, you just see them land to kind of collect up any scraps they could find.
0: The raptors from Jurassic Park evolved into seagulls.
1: One hundred. I do. F- that's a hundred. Yep, yeah, that's a hundred percent what happens.
0: Two hundred percent. That's how. That's how serious I am about it. Is that that is exactly what happened to him? Okay, let's, so what ideas? So let's take all these ideas that we've come up with and try yes. and make something out of them. So, yeah, bird mechanics. We thought Birdie Royale. We thought maybe replacing a RPG character an existing with RPG, bird.
1: with birds. Obviously, we need to get the license for that. So. Obviously, we need to come up with a license for that. But uh, then, we have Donkey Kong uh, sixty four, possibly. Donkey Switching birds where on the you can fly, change
0: between different birds. That's very true. Using birdhouses, and then most recently, we were thinking of making a game for birds, either a RPG where they make nests and use a Xbox 360 controller, which is covered in fat and seeds, or, or slightly educational. And it's slightly educational, one that teaches them not only to talk
1: how to talk to human beings, but how to but talk to, talk to, one to each other, You know, open up, birds. Exactly. I don't see that happening. I just they tweet, they sing and sing. And they're happy on the outside, but what's a bird really thinking?
0: When was the last time you ever got a card from a bird? I know exactly.
1: It was actually the other day, but oh, okay. I, I get what you are saying. Not, mo- m- not many birds do. But, I, I mean, in
0: fairness, I was being more rhetorical about it. I mean, I get, ber- I get cards from birds all the time, but you know, mm. you know, that's I am just saying, like
1: it's just the area we live in. Birds are quite good here, yeah. but like in other areas, definitely birds mm, they don't they don't open up.
0: They, that's why they need our bird RPG. Yeah, to really... Much like how Metal Gear Solid taught us all how to love again, I think that this bird RPG could do the same for... Well, it could do the same for <laughs> us, but mostly for birds. I yeah.
1: Think. I. Um, now are humans going to play this? Are humans? I think humans could play it, but not really get the same understanding out of it. They'll play it and they'll be like, oh, that was a mediocre bird game. And then birds will play it and they'll be like, wow, I've been touched.
0: Let me ask that. Let me answer that question with a question. You said, "Could could humans play it?" My question is, "Should humans play it?" Hmm. Because I think a lot of games exist where maybe you're not having so much fun playing it. Maybe you know, well, this particular section is a bit too hard. This particular section goes on a little bit too long. But you need to you need to go through it and you need to experience it. The Actual journey itself will make will make you a better person by the end of it. What I'm basically trying to say is, I think we need to make the Dark Souls of bird games. Okay.
1: I mean, that was that was what I was thinking at the start, anyway. Okay. And now I just want to quickly say this. I'm not. I'm. I don't think we should elaborate on it. I want to get that out of there right right now. But- I'm just gonna say it. We're gonna move on like it never happened. Detroit become human but instead of androids they're birds. And now Detweet become burden. I said we should move on. Look, I don't I wanna dwell on that. I'm not proud of it. But do you think David Cage would do that for us?
0: David Bird Cage. Oh That's all I'm I'm not I don't even need to say any more about that. Yeah, you don't.
1: No. Okay, but moving on, what are we what are we giving to our boss? What are we telling him?
0: I think what we need to I think what we need to tell him is that our bird game is going to change the world. It is going to yeah. break down boundaries between bird kind and mankind. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an adventure game inspired by the greats. In fact, you could say that some of the characters in there are lifted directly from classic RPGs, but as birds. Yeah, it is set in a world beset by bird catastrophes, meteorites, yeah. earthquakes. <laughs> the,
1: the, the main problems that birds face, like meteorites,
0: every single every single day. Absolutely, every single day.
1: They worry about it all the time. It's like when you go ask a bird how they're doing, they're like, kind of, kind of scared. What if a meteorite hits today? You
2: know.
0: Exactly. And so. Um, and what this game is about is about building nests for all these birds that have been knocked out of their
1: building nests and breaking boundaries. That the... could be the the head type headline. Exactly, like it'll be the name of the game: building nests and breaking boundaries. This is this is a game that
0: makes you that lets that teaches you what it's like to be a bird, not just physically but emotionally.
1: And it does something completely different for birds. It really, like, it opens their eyes to certain things about other birds and also teaches them about us in some ways. Exactly. um, Using subtle dialogue and such. Exactly. The only thing is is for
0: this game is that we may need to be a little bit unconventional with it. We we need a particular controller that birds will more likely engage with, so we need one which is made out of fat and
1: seed. Maybe mm-hmm. twigs as well that they could play with. Oh, they'd love that. If they, like, if... yeah, they could have like triggers. They're just twigs that you pull. Yeah. Um, if, yeah we could, good. if we this could, if we could make
0: good. the controller look like a nest, I think they would like that. Oh, they'd they'd be into that.
1: I think they, I think they could literally be into it. I think they could use it as a nest. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's good. And then do, is it like a switch situation? Birds have got to be playing on the go. Uh, I don't think we have we can tie a bird down to any one position. What if a poacher breaks their nest? Well, not
0: only that. I mean, can they bring the game with them when they go south for winter? When they I go think they could. It'd Walmart. be something to do. Yeah.
1: It would take a lot longer because they'd be like, play, like stopping to play. It's
0: like you um, know, it's like that Switch trailer of the lad who plays it on the plane. You know, he pulls the controllers out and then he's sitting, you know, he's sitting in the chair and playing it. Could we do the same thing with a bird? Could we have it so like if bird is flying over to Africa for winter? He puts the nest on another bird's back. He pulls the controllers out of the side of the nest, puts it in each wing, and, you know, he's having a hell of a time there. Eh? Yeah. In-flight entertainment, literally.
1: Like, I do worry about the potent- the possibility of bird casualties because of our technology, but we'll come to that when we... We'll cross that bridge when we'll, we come we'll to it.
0: We'll let the egghead sort that one
1: out, which is the yeah.
0: ideas, man. we're not anything more yeah. than
1: that. Uh, right. We are, we are, th- there are higher ups that deal with that sort of thing.
0: Absolutely. Right. I'm going to craft this email to the boss. Um, okay, great. If, if you want to go start cleaning up some uh, mugs and plates for the day, uh, I can say that you did incredibly well on your
1: first day here. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you for the glowing recommendation. Uh, I'd like to step out of character for a moment, just do some housekeeping. Yes. Uh... Thank you to Maxo, uh, who did the music for this. There'll be a link to the songs used in the show notes, I guess they're called. Mm. Or whatever the I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that'll, that'll be in there. His music's great. You should listen to it. Um, were you going to say something? Uh,
0: no. Um, if we're doing housekeeping, okay. um, if you want to keep up with any updates, either with us or with the podcast... Uh, you can follow us both on Twitter. Uh, I am at Hot Cider H O T C Y D E R,
1: and I'm at Myers Codex M Y E R S C O D E X. There'll be all of this will be in the show notes as well. So if you like, don't remember any of it, it's it's all in there. And also, I'm going to be making a Twitter for this podcast. What it's we don't know the name of the podcast yet, so we, just check the show notes.
0: We'll add the name in later. Don't worry yeah. about that.
1: And that'll be in the. You can also send us your some su- your suggestions mm-hmm. for prompts we can use. Uh we don't want anything too specific. Give us something, you know, wide, like I don't know, Bird RPG is just an example. Yeah. You'll kind of get a better idea of what we're up to a few weeks in. Mm-hmm. Uh so you can really tailor that. Um but yeah, I think that's everything I wanted to say. Is there anything else? I think that's it. So with that,
0: did we come up with a, a slogan to see out an episode? No.
1: We didn't. Did we? Wait, we kind of. We came uh, up with a
0: Latin phrase for the company, but we didn't come up with a phrase to say it well, out. Well, I feel
1: like. Wasn't that what we were going to say? I forgot what it was, though. Yeah, because it was in Latin. <laughs> well, no, I. Wait, let me just. This is very, very unprofessional. I swear it won't be like this. <laughs> Every episode? Most of them, yeah, but. Some episodes. Uh, Okay, here we go. Should I just say it? Go ahead. Omne opus non ludere. Omne opus
0: non ludere.
1: Maybe we should like do it. So like one of us says it in Latin, the other person says it in English. Okay.
0: Do
1: you know what it says in English?
0: I can. Can I make it up every episode?
1: Sure. Omne opus non ludere. Which is
0: Latin for "See you next time."